What up, what up, what up? Thank you for tuning in to the Swishmasters podcast, and thank you to our sponsor, SS96. Visit ss96.net and use the promo code SWISHMASTERS for 15% off. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. 15% off on all store items. Hats, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you need, SS96 has it. Also, don't forget to go and check out that music from Straight Stoner, produced by yours truly. You know what it is, gut gang, mobbing, sleepwalking. We out here. Thank you. So as you all know, the Warriors won that series I think based on the predictions we're both kind of hoping we kind of both kind of silently rooting for the Mavs in our heart of hearts you know but but realistically as like NBA fans we all kind of knew that the Warriors were the more talented team I will say this Dallas did have their chances Dallas did have their chances uh, they kind of gave up. They, they kind of gave away some games. I remember game two. Game two is a game they should have won. Yep. But the Warriors found some found a way to bounce back and win that game. Um, I think I, I think the Mavs gave away two of these games. Yeah, that could that could have been theirs. Then game two was one of them. I did the other one was like game three, I think. The first game in Dallas, yeah. Yeah, the first game in Dallas, game three. So, yeah. What's your reaction to the series so far? Like, um, we're both wrong. I mean, we're both right in our prediction, but we're both like <laughs> our hearts were different. Uh, I mean, it was. It was. It was as expected that the Warriors won. Um, I just, yeah, like obviously, I, we both wanted. We're rooting for for Luca and the Mavs. Uh, it's unfortunate that they, you know, weren't able to win more games. But I mean, the Warriors are battle tested, man. They have two of the greatest shooters of all time, Andrew Wiggins. Um, Really showing, you know, why he's vital to this team this year. And I can't, like, you know, I can't be upset at, you know, their effort because Golden State just battles, man. They're battle tested. And no matter, you know, what the what the odds are or how much they're getting beat by, they're never out of the game. They're n- literally never out of the game. Um, and we saw that in the game too, and they were down, you know. I think they were down going to the half and just came out. That, that third quarter is, is where it's up for them every single time. If you don't stop them there, you will not win the game <laughs> for sure. Um, I am glad that the Mavericks didn't get swept. They got a gentleman sweep. They got one. I just wish it would have came, you know, earlier in the series. That way they would have had a better chance to make it more interesting but overall um shout out to the warriors man i can't be mad at it and just dominance man this is going to be their sixth trip to the finals in eight years i think that's the first thing to do it since michael jordan and the bulls in the 90s so it's dope to see and um 
we'll see how it goes, man. The words are just, they're back. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> let me think, like when you broke the news, Clay was coming back, he announced himself that he was coming back. <laughs> we were like, oh man, it's about to start. So here we are and they're back in the bottom, bro. I was watching it, like I, I, I literally was sitting here watching the game and I was like, all right, here comes Wiggins to the rim. And I'm like, all right, he's about to get fouled. Nope. He just just keeps going, keeps going, throws it down. I'm like, oh my God. I, I thought, am I playing 2K? Like, is this like, is this real? Like, he really, he really dunked that hard, bro. I was like, man. Um, yeah, but Andrew Wiggins, I think a lot of people have said it too. Um, we all Andrew Webb is a lie. That's what we were just talking about. My mic was uh, oh. yeah, that, that's what we were talking about just now, y'all. But Andrew Wiggins is we owe him a lot of props for this series. He has some dominant posters we we're talking about just now, and but we owe him a lot of props because at first, I didn't think too much of the trade either. You know, oh, this is Andrew Wiggins, he's not, you know, it's because he got that first. It's almost like what Shaq said, yeah, he was a first overall pick, so we expect him to be at this tier right but he's not he has talent for sure but he's not at that level but yeah. he's still a good player and he's a great player for what they do remember before KD joined the Warriors I fully believe anybody could step in that role and they still would have been title contenders for example say instead of KD they got like a Paul George I think they still would have been contenders right yeah um, yeah, I, I believe it's like a plug in place type thing. I mean, so it's just yeah. a system, and yeah, um, because of that system, Andrew can really thrive there. He doesn't have the pressure of taking the last shot, right? He doesn't have to deal with the pressure of um, getting a certain amount of points. You know, he can score if he needs to. So, yeah. but yeah, he was definitely, I was very impressed. Andrew Wiggins in this series. Yeah, Very absolutely. impressed. I apologize. So I, Andrew Wiggins, I formally apologize for ever joking about the All Star now, sir. I apologize. <laughs> you are an All Star starter. You showed that in that series. <laughs> I humbly apologize to you, sir. Awesome, awesome performance. Great performance. Keep yeah, it man. up. Keep it up. Shout out to Wiggs, man. Just being a star in your role sometimes. And like you said, he just kind of. Has a this this best fits him because he's not having to be there everything, but where he can contribute, he has like excelled at it. Like he's basically before KD they had Harrison Barnes who was like right. a guy that could get you know stops and he could score a little bit on the perimeter and inside. So it's just a great situation for him, and you know I'm, I'm glad to see him get that recognition, get getting this opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And with this conversation, we also got to talk about the Mavs. So where do the Mavericks go from here? There are definitely some some falls and some things I noticed throughout this series was honestly Dallas struggled scoring sometimes. And it makes you wonder, is Brunson your number two guy that you want? He is, because he has some pretty good um, games here and there. But unfortunately, it wasn't as consistent. So, 
I think the Mavericks have to decide. Mark Cuban seemed to hint at that he was going to extend Brunson, no matter what. So, by all accounts, it seems that as of right now, he's going to be there in the future. But my question is, that enough? I think another thing that hurt them was the rebounding. They were really hurt by the rebounding in this series. Yeah. You know, all the offensive rebounds they led to easy scores for the Warriors. So um, you got to think about what's a big man you can invest in that can give you value on the end. They don't need a whole lot. It doesn't have to be a scoring big. Just a, just a big who can do his job. Rebound and help defend the rim. Because that's the two things that they were missing. They, they really lack the rim defenders. So those are two things they, need to, they really need to look for in this offseason. Invest in the big who won't cost too much. Because you're investing a lot of your money into Brunson now, apparently. Who, who deserves the bag? He, he had a breakout season this year. He deserves it. Uh, he deserves some money. I don't think it's like Supermax type thing, but it's, you know, a good, con- a good money, a good contract. <laughs> yeah. It's a good contract work, but that, again, that's going to take up a certain amount of the cap. Right? So, you, and ideally, you want a big that's probably like in the in the single millions range, you know. Someone like that. Someone like a someone you can get on the cheap. For example, like so. Imagine they could get someone like a, I don't know Thomas Bryant comes in my comes in my head for example. He's like a that's like a cheap big you can get who can get remounts and there are probably like other bigs in that on that tier, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of them you can probably get. So um, that's what I think they should do. That's why I think they should go from there. And Jason Kidd also made a dig. Did you hear his comments? Post game. <clears throat> All right, so he made some post game comments, um, saying that they basically need to put the work in and be ready, right? And a lot of people, I'm paraphrasing the quote, but a lot of it seemed to hint that he was suggesting that Luca. All right, so Luca came into the season kind of out of shape, <clears throat> and that's what a lot of people were reading between the lines, seeing what that was. Seeing what that was. Some people think it wasn't a dig. Some people think it was. I don't know if it's a dig or not. I don't know. But he was hinting at that, like, because Luca didn't really pick up his pace until like December. But he was like more in shape. So yeah, uh, I I don't disagree with him. I mean, Luca, and the the better he is, the the better his ability to carry. Cause as of right now, they're gonna need him to carry. Cause I don't know how else they can improve. It would have been great if Chris Porzingis worked out. That would have been great, but it didn't. So you need to figure out who exactly you want to build around Luca. And I'm not sure Brunson is that guy. I'm not sure. I, I like Brunson a lot, and I think he is. He's deserving of you know. A, a nice contract for sure, but when it comes to this team, I don't know if he can be a second option to Luca on a contending Dallas Mavericks team. I think he's a valuable piece, and if anything, when Luca's out, he can be the primary ball handler, get his own shot, etc. Um, but I think they need another. Super not well. I wouldn't even say superstar, but maybe like another star caliber type of player that can 
come in and not if not running and, and creating their own shot offense, but creating for the entire team because that's what they seem to be missing. It's like Luca comes in, you know, Luca's going to give you 25 and 10. He's going to get guys involved. But once he goes out, Bronson's going to, you know, get his buckets. He's not going to produce at the level of a Luca. Spencer Dinwiddie can, you know, give you a lot of baskets, but I don't think he's more so producing for the entire team. And I'm not sure if he's going to do that every single night either. I think you need someone else that can, I don't know, maybe another like a forward, another wing that's able to get their own shot and go from there. Um, I think if you, yeah, like you said, invest in a big man, that would be uh, good too, but I'm not sure what, you know, what that means for them. I, I feel like they need like a lot of the basket type of player. Um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe another, maybe a, I think a good big for sure, but I, I just don't know. Um, I like Fanny Smith. I like Dwight Powell, but I don't know if he can be, I don't know if Dwight Powell can be that type of law threat that they're looking for or that they need to get down low and, and make things happen. Well, overall, I'm not like, I'm not mad at what, you know, their effort. And to, to speak on the Jason Kidd comment, I know I saw a lot of memes about <laughs> Luca being on the hookah and spicy McChicken diet all summer, <laughs> but it, it still seemed to work out. I mean, he, for the most part, it, even if it was December, late half of the season, the Mavericks had a pretty good seating. Um, Luca got first team finals. He got first team. So, so. I, I think. I don't think Luke is the problem. I think, if anything, he's probably addressing just the team in general. Just like, you know, you got to understand the assignment. You got to come in, prepare, and go to work. Put teams away and stay focused. I think that's probably what it was. Because, I mean, like you said, game two, they should have had that. They had the lead, and they blew it. And yeah. you can't do it with of, of savage Warriors team. Do, so. do, do you think the Mavericks window is closed now? I don't think so. I think, I mean, Lucas said it himself, like, he's 20-something. I can't remember his age, but he's young. And most for the most part, the, the Mavericks are a young team. And I think that they will be back. I think that they need another piece to compete. And, uh, and if everything goes right, the West probably will be more competitive next year if guys come back from injury and, you know, after the draft, everything like that. But... I don't think the window is closed. I don't see them winning next year. I don't see them winning probably after that either. But that means it's closed. <laughs> I'm saying like <laughs> in the next three to five years, they have a sh- they have a chance if they add the right really? people. But I think they have they have a chance. Like I, I think for me, if I'm if I'm Dallas, I just need to find another player that I can add to this roster to take to take the pressure off of Luca because Luca to me is going to get better or he's going to be at, or at least in my opinion he's going to be at this level for a few more years I, I just had an idea I'll say this this can work for the Mavericks on two fronts DeAndre Aiden apparently is not happy with the Suns mm-hmm. yeah, you're the Mavs you need to be <laughs> Okay. DeAndre Aiden wants to get paid. 
if you pay DeAndre Aiden enough, and you can kind of tell and kind of kind of keep Jalen Brunson somehow, you probably go over the lesser tracks a little bit. I think it'll be worth it. Uh, can you imagine Luca and DeAndre Aiden? They're in the same draft class too, right? Yeah. And um, I, I I can see that working. And plus, you're taking something away from the Suns. Because if the Suns don't have DeAndre Aiden, I don't Ooh. see him. I don't see them going back into any anything. I don't see that them continuing anything. So that can help you on two fronts. You gain a player of that <laughs> caliber, and you take away something from the Suns. So you can easily get yourself back into contention with the Suns out the way. So, and DeAndre is that big. He's a good. You want to run for tap three? That's your guy. Lob threat. That's your guy. He can I score down low on his own too. Yeah, I, I, and I also like the thought of him training with Jason Kidd and like development because Jason Kidd is a good uh, developmental coach. Yeah, for good sure. Player development. So, can you imagine him developing with his staff? How much better he can be? And playing with Luca, that automatically makes you better. And DeAndre is a player that doesn't need the ball because he's not going to be a ball handler. Luca doesn't need a star that's going to handle the ball a lot. That's why yep. I'm questioning if Brunson will work. So um, DeAndre doesn't. He knows he can get the ball as a lob threat or whatever. So I think you know, that could work. I like how you I'll, think. I will, I will look at that. <laughs> that is that that could be that could be something they, they could explore for sure. Um, DeAndre Aiden. Didn't do so well in this, you know, Mm-mm. playoffs or oh. well, this series with the Mavericks at least. Mm-mm. But yeah, I know for sure he uh, he wants a better or bigger role, I guess. And going to oh man, that could be that could be something. I, I want to see how this plays out. I, I, was, I would it, definitely it, see them as contenders, and that window not closed if they get someone like DeAndre Ayton. But without someone like that. And then I don't know who they'll pick up otherwise. And they decide if they do decide to give Brunson most of that money. I don't see them really doing anything. Cause like we just said, Memphis is on the rise. I'm not sure about Phoenix anymore, depending on what goes with DeAndre Aiden. But other than that, the Clippers will come back. With the health of Kawhi and Paul George, you gotta think they'll come back. The Lakers, yep. we just talked about them having a new coach. Yeah, they can get themselves together. They could be back in the playoffs, right? Uh, you have all of these um, other teams, the Pelicans. I don't see them going anywhere, especially if they get Zion back. Minnesota too. Minnesota. They have a chance. They it's have a chance. Lot. There's a lot of teams. A lot. In the, in the Western Conference that um, could have a chance here. So Ooh, it's it's, it's Jamal Murray back. And, and you have the Nuggets. Good point. They could be back. Yeah, off of uh, Jokic, man. Yeah, that's ooh. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting, but I, I want to see what they do. I think that they have a shot still. If they add a good, uh, if not Aiden, somebody that compliments Luca. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Let's we'll see. We'll see. Hey, also, also, um, I don't really think of the Jazz as much, but they're always being playoff contention. I mean, we yeah. don't think of them as much, but I don't know. Depending on what goes this offseason, and they keep everything and run it back again, you can at least expect them in the playoffs. So that's another playoff spot taken from you. So We'll have to dive into the, the Jazz in the next show because <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. some things going on out there. Yeah. 
but that's yeah yeah last piece from the series need to talk about Steph Curry was the first ever Western Conference MVP typo what he was the first one Magic Johnson Award so how does this impact Steph's legacy right he, is he a top 10 player of all time what do you think I I don't think winning this award specifically makes him top 10, but he can argue, arguably make that case if he wins another chip. I mean, he's already the top three-point shooter of all time, and he's still, you know, got a couple years to go. Um, it was It's, it's dope that he won it, because when you think about it, um, He's been to several, at this point, several Western Conference Finals. So it's it's it's, it's cool that we got to see it kicked off with him. Um, but I think that he he has a case. If he, especially if they were to get to the championship, I think he's, I, I, well, not get to the championship. If they win the championship, I think he's, like, guaranteed top 10, in my opinion, because he's already got so many accolades and he'll have at that point four chips that's what I think at least yeah I agree with you I think pump the brakes a little bit I, I, if he gets if he wins like finals MVP and wins the championship for sure top team all the time right now he's on the outside of that right now it's cool that he won Western Conference MVP it's, it's dope. Yeah. It's cool. He well deserved. Um, but if he gets his finals MVP, then I would consider him the top ten player of all time. Steph Curry's legacy is still his legacy. You know, he's still like the best shooter of all time at this moment. He'll hold all the three point records once he retires. By the time he retires, so that's his legacy right now. Um, he is the Warriors culture. I don't ever see him leaving the Warriors unless something drastic happens, but yeah. Uh, his legacy still the same. Doesn't impact it too much for me. Yeah. Again, well deserving. But for him, he's he's a player at this point, it's all about the rings now at this point. That's that's all I'm saying. I mean, greatest shooter ever. Yep. But um that's where I'm at with it. Top 10 all time if he gets another chip. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, so, yeah. That's that series. Any final thoughts on this series? Um, no, I'm good. Shout yeah. out to the Wolves for another trip to the finals, man. Um, yep. They have back. So it's crazy. They're they're really back. <laughs> Everybody get ready. Get ready. You, your team is depending on how this turns out. Your team will never win the finals in this couple of years. <laughs> depending on how this works out. So oh, y'all for y'all watching, waiting to see. Alright. So that was the Easter conference. Uh as you know, the series is now tied three to three. Uh, the Heat of Water Elimination. Now they face the Celtics in Game 7. I ain't gonna lie. 
the NBA universe was not thinking we'll see a game seven based on the heat performance from game six. But my co-host here, he's wearing that shirt for a reason if you've seen us online. You got the Jimmy Butler shirt. <laughs> right? So, with that being said, I'm let the Resident Heat fan have the floor. Go ahead and talk your talk. <laughs> Two words. Heat culture. Heat culture. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Draymond Green. Thank you for letting us know how you really feel. We truly appreciate that. Jimmy G Buckets, man. Jimmy G Buckets, and the G stands for Gets Buckets. I never, I never lost faith in this team, man. Um, everyone was saying, oh, Boston's about to close it out at home, blah, blah, blah. I was like, nah. I, but I, I just love, I love hearing that every single time, you know, Miami is up in a situation. Everybody's always, like like 90% of the time, count them out, right? Always. But when I tell you, we got Coach Spo, we got Jimmy, we got Bam, we got PJ. I'll never count these dudes out, man. Um, Shout out to Jimmy for just taking over and showing the world. People questioning if he's a superstar, if he can be the best player on a championship team. He is. He is. And he answered the call last night, man. Jimmy just took over, and I love when he just takes over. The thing about Jimmy is that he can do this pretty much every night. Really, if he really puts his mind to it, if he really wants to just score, he can he can do that. But he's he's a very unselfish guy in the way that the Heat play as a team. He's very much into that. He likes to see his the other guys score and, and get their shine. But I think PJ told him last night, we need 50. And all he all he did, he didn't say anything, he just nodded. And from there on, everyone everyone knew that Jimmy was about to take over. Shout out to Jimmy. Um Shout out to the team, man, for, you know, just rallying together. I'm super impressed. Um, on the other hand, Boston still is, you know, a threat. Jason Tatum, like I said, I, we talked about it earlier in the show, Jason Tatum is still very much ascending before our eyes. He still was getting easy shots. Jalen Brown um, got some a, a good amount of points. But we have to, you know, just... Stay the course, man. Uh, I think the, the thing with the Heat is that they just have to stay focused. And sometimes they need the proper motivation. So thank you, Draymond Green. Because I was watching that post game of the Warriors and the Mavericks and when Steph and, and Dre came up to kick it with Shaq and Kenny and Ernie and the crew. And Shaq instigated for him. And he said, oh, I think we're gonna play ball. We're gonna hit. No, he didn't say. I think he said we're gonna play Boston. So I was like, my smile, my smile went from like, okay, that's how you want to do this, huh? Let it be known. And then UD, the captain, told him what's up. Tell Draymond we said thank you. That's all we needed. That's all we needed there. Just, just a little fire under the gas. There's already a lot of, a lot of heat there. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to Game Seven. Man. I can't wait. 
that's that's exactly what I was talking. About. That's exactly what we need. Like just just extra fuel. Throw it to the fire. Let's go. I'm ready. I am I am ready for game two. I've never been so. Re- I I'm not. It's like I feel like I'm playing and I'm about to go out and play and I'm I'm just sitting here watching on the couch. Like I that's how like fired up I feel right now. Like I'm ready for this game, bro. I'm ready for June second. Hey, uh, wait, June 2nd? What is that? That means you're already... I'm ready for June 2nd. Oh, okay, okay. So that he already made his prediction, folks. He already Ooh. made his prediction. Read between the lines. Was there any question in there? I mean... Heat in seven. Hey. Heat, I said this. Heat in seven. Let's you go. Did. You did, you did. I'll give you that. Listen. Let's go. Man, <laughs> watching that game, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was with everybody else. No, I picked the Celtics anyway. You know, I gave my reasons, right? Because I thought the Celtics have an overall better team. I was disappointed with how the Celtics came out. They came out kind of flat. When you need to close a series, you got to go in hard. You don't take it lightly. And the Heat had better energy and hustle in the beginning of the game. Uh, they showed it. And Boston um, tried to respond. They, they tried to respond a little bit, but uh, they had a little run late. Uh, Jalen Brown... All those turnovers, no, no, that, that, that doesn't cut it. Um, Jason Tatum didn't play up to par. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the Miami Heat defense. This is the thing, too, uh, to not take how many shots it took in the fourth quarter? Mm, like, not enough. It, really, <laughs> it wasn't a lot at all. I think, that, I think that was also something else that stood out for me in that game. But Jimmy Butler is a story of Game Six. He is that guy, and I think a lot of us really do underrate Jimmy Butler. We really do. I think we all, as NBA fans, need to respect Jimmy Butler. This is a team that he—I mean, he—he he is the leader of the team that led them to the finals two seasons ago against the Lakers. It was a good series. Um, and the man put a forty-point triple double in the in in the playoffs, and people like to say that the bubble wasn't real and all this stuff. Right, right. I think oh. that, I think that has to do with it a little bit, but you can't you can't you can't deny that Jimmy Butler is that guy. And I think it also depends on where he was, you know, how he was drafted. His story is very unique, and it's so respectable, man. I have a huge amount of respect for Jimmy Butler. Literally, this is a describe a person from like rash and riches working your butt off to get where you need to be this that dude uh, and to play through injury lots of respect for him there too uh, I honestly didn't think that he had enough I thought even if Jimmy Butler was there I didn't think he had enough help but shout out to Gabe Vincent he stepped up huge in game 6 I was pretty surprised he knocked down some key shots um, that's the other standout player from that game. I would say this. If, if Jimmy Butler can do what he did, be that dominant player, make the decision to be assertive from the get-go, for sure. This is going to be <laughs> probably one of the best game sevens we'll ever see in NBA history. Um, it all depends on how the Celtics come out. I need them to come out hard, ready. I want the Heat to come out hard and ready. 
I will say this, in order for the Heat to win and have a chance, I think along with Jimmy Butler, Bam has got to do something, man. Bam has got to be a presence. That That's the one thing I think y'all missing. Tyler Hero's status is still up in the air right now. I want to get your reaction to that, too. What do you think of Tyler not playing? I know he got a groin injury, but you have a whole lot of other Heat players dealing with injuries, but they're still playing. What are your thoughts about Tyler Hero not playing? Um, it's unfortunate. I feel like he could be, obviously, six man of the year. Uh, shout out to Tyler. He would definitely make a good, a, a big impact on this game, give us some scoring options off the bench and, and put up a lot of buckets. But um, I don't quite understand the severity of his injury. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be critical of that because I, I everyone deals with it different ways and you know um, Jimmy with his right knee swelling uh, Kyle Kyle Lowry and Kyle, Kyle Lowry also I gotta give a shout out to him because yeah, he came out and he played he, did. he played a heck of a game mm-hmm. um, he made he was stupid fouls the end though some, some really stupid fouls yeah, but you know that was that bothered me but it was okay because you know Jimmy had us cover him as well but um, I just I, I don't know I don't know like the severity of it so I, I really don't have a definitive stance on it I hope that he's um, first and foremost healthy and good to go I know you know groin injuries can be tricky um, and I just hope that if he's able to go he you know gives what he's got but yeah I know I know the heat <laughs> as a whole they're banged up a lot so yeah just you know if you can go give what you got right. if not I understand and I'm not going to be critical of you know injury status even like you know that's anybody I, I, I'm not going to like say how injured you are basically because there's no way to do it as of as the thing stands right now Boston is favored to win despite uh, they're playing away so, I think that says a lot about how people are still thinking. You know, uh, I think a lot of people still rightly and rightly so think that the Celtics have a better team. But there is always something about Miami you cannot take them for granted. Uh, so I would. So I'm still going to. I'm going to stick with my prediction. I still going to think the Celtics will win, but it will not surprise me if the Heat win, or and it will not surprise me if the Celtics come out. I hope they don't come out flat because I want this to be a competitive game from start to finish. But if Jimmy is that dominant, it's tough to see him. I just need Jason Tatum to come out being Jason Tatum for the Celtics side. Uh, Jalen yeah. Brown to be to take better care of the ball. All yeah. those turnovers were indefensible. I, I cannot defend it. Um, as an overall series outlook, it looks like Team comparison points are pretty even. Boston's 105 to Miami Heat 100. So guys are still keeping pace with them. So scoring is not really much here. But do remember, you guys are without Tyler Hero as of right now. Rebounding battles close. Miami Heat 40. Boston Celtics 40, 43, 44. Assists close. Miami 20. Celtics 23. 
Uh, and these are per game stats, by the way. Uh, Steals, Miami Heat, lead in that category. Uh, blocks, the Celtics lead in that category. Lots to do with Robert Williams. His presence has really helped them. This is what's going to matter here, the turnover game. The turnover game is going to say a lot about this series, about Game 7. Right now, the Celtics are committing more turnovers than the Heat. If that keeps up in Game 7, I can see Miami winning. Not only you guys forcing the ball to turn over, but to also score off that. There were opportunities yesterday in Game 6 where you guys got turnover but failed to score off of it. If y'all could capitalize on that, it'll be over. Um, Three-point percentage. And field goal percentage. All right, Miami has a higher field goal percentage, 46 to 41. <clears throat> but three-point percentage is Miami, for Miami is 32, and for the Celtics is 35. So basically, all these stats show me is that it's, it's still a kind of even battle, despite the injuries on both sides. So this game could really go anybody. And you could really give the edge to the Heat just because they're at home. Yeah. So... This is going to be a tough game, but I'm going to just stick with my pick just because uh, I just want to stick with what I stuck with. I haven't seen anything too drastic, you know, so I'm going to stick with it. But, you know, it'll be, it'll be awesome the Heat win and Jimmy Butler win. Yeah, I mean, matter of respect to Boston, man, it's, it's never – I've never, like, you know, doubted it. I, I know why people are picking them. I understand why. Yeah. But – I think that the Heat just, like I said before, like as a collective, as a team, there's a different type of fire that they have. And I have no doubt that Boston's going to come out strong. I expect them to go as hard as they possibly can in this game. I, I, I expect they battle from 12 minutes on the clock in the first quarter to 0-0 at the end of the fourth or overtime, whatever. Um, it's going to be a hard fought battle and I hope Tatum brings his A game because I know Jimmy and, and Bam and my entire Heat team is going to bring it this is and, and you're in Miami you know what I mean like this is closeout time handle business let's go do what we have to do um, we're not going to get outplayed we got to just Give it all we got, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, bro. But shout out to Boston still. Like, regardless, man. Um, great young team. I'm looking forward to seeing how they come out. And I hope they come out with all they have because now we coming out with all we have. Yeah. For sure. Um, it's going to be a sudden game. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, man. Oh, yeah. Again, the Heat win, no problem. But again, Draymond Green, this is all your fault, sir. Thank you. This is this is literally Draymond Green's fault. All the Heat players called you out, sir. And if the oh, Heat man. do win, I'm excited to see that series. Oh man, that that's gonna be a lot of tension. I got a message with my little brother. And he's a Warriors fan, so I didn't told him. <laughs> Tell your boy, thank you. Yeah. June second. June 2nd. June 2nd. <laughs> all right. So, y'all, we'll all be watching the NBA playoffs again. Game 7 will be tomorrow on ESPN ABC, wherever you watch it. 
wherever your local channel is. Uh, it'll start at 7.30. We'll all be in tune for that. And that on June 2nd, we'll all be tuning into the finals. So the NBA season is almost to a close, y'all. Almost at a close. It's been a great season so far. These playoffs have been very interesting, even though LeBron's not here. Even though KD is not here. Even though Giannis is not here. It's been very interesting. So, yeah. shout, out, shout out to the NBA. Absolutely, man. Shout out to all these great players, great teams. Uh, can't wait to see this game. Seven tomorrow. And I can't wait to talk to you about it, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it, man. Oh, yeah. want to talk about it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can do a... Maybe we have a post thing to yeah. basement base. We will talk about that and we'll let y'all know if we do that. So yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. Uh make sure you follow the podcast and all your platforms. It's on Apple, Spotify, Google, almost any podcast you got you think you think of. It's going global. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on there. It's on there. Yeah here. <laughs> You, uh, also check out our website that's new it gives you different links to different podcasts and locations as well as some YouTube playlists that you may like and if you want to learn more about us or contact us you can contact us through that website also uh, share your podcast with some of your friends who also like to talk hoops um, support all of our social media you can find us on YouTube right and support our personal pages as well at the end of the day, we just love talking hoops. You know? That's what we do. And we appreciate y'all. We really do. Shout out to our sponsor as well. Yeah, shout out to SS96. Go get that. Uh, go use that promo code. Switch Masters 15% off. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to the channel. Turn those notifications on. We drop videos. We appreciate y'all, man. See y'all next time. I'm Zadie, executive producer. And to the guru. All right. Peace.